Love It or List It Vancouver is now, what, season four? We're filming season four oh, right now. We're right. airing the second half of season three. That's right. On the W Network at 10 p.m. on Monday nights. Todd Talbot is a regular guest to Vancouver Real Estate today, and we are so happy you're here to comment on some of the things that people are talking about today. And one of the things with the market being what it is, trying to determine market value. So how does a seller go about trying to figure out what's the asking price because you'll have some realtors who will want to go really aggressive, mm-hmm. a little bit low in the hope of maybe starting a, a bidding war, yep. which seems to be happening everywhere and perhaps not as much as we might think. Uh, but what is the formula that you'd like to recommend? So we're seeing you are alluding to pricing strategy, which I think comes after determining what is market value okay. or best trying to figure out how it is, uh, how it's established. And one of the ways that I like to look at it is that market value is set basically by what an individual is willing to pay at a certain moment in time. Now, we can hypothesize about all kinds of different things, but at the end of the day, it's the person who's actually going to write the check or sign on the dotted line for a certain number. That is what establishes market value. And so we, when we're analyzing different properties, we look at all kinds of different data. And the best data is a comparable sold property because that's something that's actually happened. Now, that sure. data is lagging a little bit because, you know, these are, these are statistics that's happened in the past, whether it's one week old, one month old. Um, but there's other elements that I like to look at. Okay. First of all is active listings. Now, a lot of people try and analyze market value by looking at an active listing, but that can be completely misleading as we've seen in the marketplace right now. There's tons of reports about houses selling for, you know, $750,000 over asking, a million dollars over asking. Now, does that actually comment on market value? I don't think so. Now, Sometimes people can, you know, price it below market value in order to generate that bidding war. Sometimes people park it, uh, <laughs> price it above market that, that's value. That's what I want to talk about, Todd. Uh, Point Grey Mansion priced it for $9 million above its assessed value. Right. Now, this is one of the, the richest, most affluent areas in all of Vancouver. And, right. uh, you know, uh, just an enormous, beautiful house and everything. But uh, the family just wanted to see if, if they get something for it. So they, they thought, you know what, let's go way above what right. it's probably worth, but that's above the assessed value. How do you, uh, yeah, it's interesting. what would you say about that, I guess? Well, it's interesting because the, the properties that are garnering a lot of attention are normally these crazy high-priced par- properties. But the majority of properties that are transacting are much more reasonable in the condo market. I say reasonable, you know, in, in quotations. Um, I think that, um, you know, <laughs> let, let me I actually don't have a good answer for <laughs> let why me jump, something Let me is. jump hey, in, I Todd. I, I, think, I think one thing to point out right now is that the the provincial assessment that comes into your that's done in July and comes into your home later on right. probably has less to do with your asking price than what's happening on your street, what's happening around the neighborhood. And, and I think the number one place you're going to go is realtor.ca to figure that out. You can, absolutely. There's lots of information out there that people can, and, and people are online all the time now. And that information is readily available. Um, I think assessed value, again, is lagging behind the current market trends. Sure. There's other things that people need to consider. Um, one of the other elements that I like to look at is expired listings, listings that didn't sell. Mm-hmm. People don't necessarily focus 
on properties that didn't sell. We don't even talk about it much in this marketplace, Mm -hmm. but there are properties out there that don't sell. And that tells you a lot about the price that they were trying to get. Overpriced, likely. Yeah, overpriced, likely. Now, there's other factors that play in, but, um, you know, there's other adjustments that you need to make. You need to make adjustments for the actual property that you're looking at. There's adjustments you're going to make for things that you've done to the house, both positively and negatively. Um, I also think that there's an element that we can't analyze with statistics, Mm -hmm. and that's motivation. So there's oftentimes price um, gets skewed a little bit by motivation. So if you have a seller who's on a tight timeline, they might be more motivated to sell that property faster, and they're willing to take a little bit less money, and that might be under market. Conversely, there might be a buyer who's moving to the city with their family, and they're under pressure to find a place. They're in a bidding war. And they'll pay. And they might Mm -hmm. pay a little bit more than market value. Funny you should say that, because I think the other thing, the scenario that paints out all the time, is when you have a seller, they've been in their house for 25 years, they raised their children there, they raised their dog there, they had their family Christmases there, so they've got this big emotional tie to the house, and they think, my house is worth way much more than the neighbor who sold for a little bit less. Totally. And, and that is often the houses that you might see that don't make it to the well, sell. It's, the it, it, it's a great point. First of all, emotions play a big part in this. And people often ask me what I think their property is worth. They also ask me what they think my property is worth. Ooh. And I answer it very simply. <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask <laughs> what my own property is worth because I actually think I undervalue my property because I know certain nuances maybe that I don't like about it. You know, so there's all kinds of emotions that get tied up in it. In order to truly analyze your property, you need to strip away the emotions and get somebody to look at it from a very critical standpoint to be able to analyze the data, to be able to analyze the house, and to be able to analyze the market Um, the market activity at that moment in time. And I think one of the key things as well is making sure that you're talking to somebody who has a gut feel for what's going on today. Yeah. Now, should you be, what questions should you be asking your realtor when you're coming up with a price? Because I know when I sold my home back in Ontario, I talked to three or four different realtors and and we discussed where to list at and they did comparables in the area and they did, well, you know, you put a new kitchen in, so it should be worth this much more. And and we we, we broke down the numbers, but what should our listeners be asking their realtors Mm -hmm. to start off and come up with that number? First of all, information. I mean, the what I see the realtor's role is to do all of the legwork and present all of the information as unbiased as possible. Lay it all out there and make sure that the homeowner is strongly educated to make a good decision about price. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, people have to remember that the real estate agent or your dad or your sister-in-law, they do not set the price. The homeowner is responsible for setting the price, and they get to choose. If the real estate agent or whoever you're looking to for advice says that your house is worth a million dollars, but you are determined to try and get 1.2 and you believe that you can do it, it's well within your prerogative to do that. It's also within your prerogative to price below that. Uh, price below that. Do you ever go outside of a realtor to come up with that figure? Would you ever use their opinion plus maybe some other specialist in another area that we haven't discussed yet? 
Yeah, I mean, there are other areas. You know, there's there's people who are appraising properties all of the time. You got to remember that everyone has a certain perspective on the market. They also play a different role in the market. The financing side of this has a perspective and they analyze properties from a slightly different perspective. A real estate agent has a different perspective. The homeowner has a different perspective. So, you know, it's tricky to sit back and sift through all of this information, but the key is being educated. And the more information that you have, the better. Again, realtor.ca, and I'm, I'm not the poster boy for them, by the way, but all of that, a lot of that key information to help you understand and do some of that legwork that you right. talked that the realtor should be doing for you as well, puts you in the know. You can see what's happening in your neighborhood. What are like houses selling? And then from there, you can go and look at the upgraded kitchen or the upgraded bathroom and these sorts of things. What, how motivated are you? And perhaps the best use of a real estate agent is somebody who can take that emotion out of the equation and put you into a, 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 a position where you have great perspective. Absolutely. There, there's also information that you cannot access as the public on Realtor.ca. So a real estate agent is going to have much more information. They're going to be able to pull up historical numbers for the neighborhood. They're going to be able to pull up uh, recently sold properties. They're going to understand certain nuances that aren't um, readily available to the general public. We got to wrap up, but I want to know when it comes to how do you determine the market value, your listing price. What what's the takeaway message? I think you need to uh, clarify your goal and your timeline because time plays a big part into it. And I believe that you should um, ultimately aim for the closest to market value as possible. Todd Talbot will join us again next weekend on Vancouver Real Estate Today. My name is Ian Power with John Meyer. We'll be back in a moment on News Talk 980 CKNW.